Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you know what way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine Saint Clair. All aboard! Finally, well, I think like I look at you. I think you're like 15 or something. I'm so sorry. I feel so horrible right now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, no, are you okay. like in college? Because like I'm sorry, guys, but when I'm oh, sorry, babe, I'm not in college. <laughs> you're smart. This is this is a smart woman. I mean, I look at you. Thank and, you so much. No, you are. You're beautiful. Well, guys, this is like a wet dream. She looks like she's young. I'm not going to say under any specific age. And any of you watching this, no, I did not get into a fist fight. I just have. I had a cortisone injection because I, I had some bruising. I, I have allergies, whatever. But um, yeah, you're adorable. And you're, you're currently here in the USA. You're from Vietnam originally, correct? Yes. How the hell do you get banned from masturbating? I mean, who in their right mind stops or like bans a hot chick for masturbating? <laughs> was someone jealous? Like, what happened? Please tell me. Well, it, it was just like when... When I first came here, I was arranged with a host family, and uh, that was the whole foreign exchange student. So you have a host family to sponsor you to come to the U.S. for Vietnam, and um, this family always hosts like foreign exchange student from all over the countries. Um, I mean, me coming here when I was 15, I was very sexual, but I was never able to express it in my house. So I would masturbate a lot in my room, but I didn't know how Christian they are. Now, Christianity is not a very popular religion in Vietnam. So we're not like, you know, oh, God, this, God, that, that at all. So I didn't think they take this issue that much important. So one of my, my host sister decided to tell my host mom, which is my guardian, like, hey, you know, she, I saw she was masturbating her room. Like, this is so bad. Like, you have to tell her to stop. <laughs> I understood everything, but I just said, <laughs> like, we can't host her anymore. Like, she, she can't be here. We can't host her. And I was just like, what's wrong with it? Like, until now, I mean, I still feel like, well, it's none of her business. Well, right? you're 15. So first, there are like a few questions that come out of this. You're 15 years old. Where the hell did they expect you to go? Was the first question. And where did you go? Nowhere. I was just happened to be in my room. I didn't, you, you have, like, I was in a brand new country. I didn't know any English. I didn't have any friends. So I was just in my room, just playing with myself and she just being nosy. And I guess just like a little crack maybe in the room that she saw or hear me moan or something. And she's like, no, you know, we cannot have her here. So, and I didn't have a place to go because that was just the whole situation. Like, Hey, you know, like we've sponsored you to come here. And so they called up my my cousin. They called my cousin come from California. Like you gotta fly in or else you can't host her anymore. Like we we just can't. We're very Christians and these people would not listen to like rap or ushers or anything like that. And uh, I didn't know it's such a big deal in America. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And so my cousin would come, and they were talking in English. I didn't understand much back then, and she, uh, I, I ended up had to move. Well, okay. Well, three things could come out of this. Number one, you could give me this girl's phone number, whoever that bitch is, or her name. Uh, trust me, when this interview is up, I will tweet at her, and I'm, I'm sure she's never been lucky to get laid in her life. Um, and secondly this hostess mom, where was the host dad? Because I'm sure the host dad would have had a way separate opinion. Was he hot by the way? No, there was no host dad. It was like a single mom. Ew. So maybe because, because she was a single mom. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and also this Vietnamese girl is so sexual. And the only thing I understood what he say, she said that we have hosting girls from Japan, China, but the the Vietnamese one. This is the first time I ever hosted a Vietnamese girl, and she ended up just like masturbate so, like all the time in her room. It's like so what? Like I'm 15. I was 15. Probably <laughs> sniffing the sheets and stuff. Maybe she had like a lesbian crush. But who snitched on oh. you anyway? Was it the Japanese girl or the Chinese? No, the host sister, which is her daughter, the host mom's yeah. daughter. She's a uh, white girl, red hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, didn't understand. We weren't really friends because the language barrier. But I was just like, really? Like, what am I supposed to do? Phone <laughs> no, I don't have. I we after they kicked me out, I disconnected everything. <laughs> All right, because everyone knows. Like, I'm the type of person I'll call someone up on the show. I don't give a shit, and I'll tell them <laughs> later that I was, you know, that I was broadcasting it because I, I really, don't, I, I don't care. Like, I. I made prank calls when I was a kid. I grew up with the jerky boys. So we were doing this shit like when we were kids. So it makes no difference. So that's really an interesting story because of some host family. First of all, what an ungrateful, crazy conservative. We pay them a lot too. My family pays them so much because in order to host a foreign to change student, like you get paid a lot. And, you know, the only thing you you just need to take her around to school and feed her and stuff. But you pay a lot. So I was like, really? I just got kicked out. Literally, I just got here like two months ago. And I already got kicked out. And my dad was so mad because he, the reason he put me in America so that I can go to an all-girls Catholic school so I can stay away from trouble. But now here I am getting kicked out. <laughs> Yeah, I think I got to find this woman and get your money back for you. I'll offer my bill collection services. But I mean, it seemed like things turned out well for you. So you stayed, you went to school. Did you go to college? Like, did you stay here? And like, did you even go to college for anything? And what did you study? Yeah, I went to college for business, um, for a business marketing degree. Um, I, my family didn't want me to go toward business. They want to be me to be a nurse or a lawyer, you know, like a typical Asian cultures. But I, I just didn't want to. I wanted to be my own. I want to make something out of my my own name. So I, so I sneakily apply for a business school again, doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing. <laughs> and I, I had like um, when I was finishing school. They offer me a job in a corporate world and I also webcam at night. But that too, somebody snitched on me for some reason in my life. Everybody snitched on me. It's like somebody said they were a customer that I was helping them in. Um, it, it was like a fashion company that I was helping them. And they recognized that I'm also a webcam girl. 
So they sent it to HR, girl. They sent it to HR and HR called me. And that's when like, I was like, fuck, really? Like, I just moved here. <laughs> well, when was this? Because I, I would think basically they, would, they shouldn't really mess with your site, whatever you're doing on the side, because you probably made more money as a webcam girl, right? You would think it's none of their business. It's so separate. I never talk about my webcam. I never marketed my webcam profile at work. And, and I don't talk about I work at the other place at, on the webcam. But I need something to pay for my student loan. This is way before porn. So, and then HR called me up and they, Hey, can you come into the office? I come into the office and they literally print out a picture of my profile, my profile um, pictures. And they say, is this you? And I go, yes, yes, that's me. Is that a problem? You could have said it's your twin sister or something. <laughs> no, but I just find like, what is the big problem about marriage? I'm so like a little bit more conservative when it comes to sex yeah that's really weird when i lived in europe for quite some time i was living in norway and yet they have this big sex bow but these people are like so um they're prudes when it comes to sex like i had a boyfriend there that wouldn't even do anal and you think he would because he was like in a satanic black metal band and he felt so weird doing that it's like okay so you're gonna go put on corpse paint at night and go run around on stage playing a keyboard with your corpse paint on you know because you're a grown man and that's what you do and um yet you're gonna like complain about this or that and yeah it was like it was a total like it was a total floozy but people there are super uptight about it so did you ever have a hard time dating anyone here? Like, has that been an obstacle for you? It's definitely been an obstacle in dating because of my job as well. So people, whenever we say, you know, anybody in a sex working environment, oh, if you're a stripper, if you're a porn star, they put you in this category that you're not even a human for some reason, that like you, you can't enjoy anything else. And it's... It's crazy because that's just what we do on a job. We're not all like drug addicts or alcoholics or anything. Like people just don't think this is a job. They just think what well, sex work is in work. But I feel like I work harder now than I was when I had like my corporate job because we're our own boss. And I don't know, is it maybe like ignorant or intimidation to something with the man? I'm not sure that we're just comfortable with our bodies and sexuality like in the girls we feel threatened because we're comfortable and i just tell people look if you get a chance to fuck a porn star we're the cleanest people because we get tested every two weeks versus you, you picked up a girl at the bar without knowing anything about her so what like she doesn't have video on camera also and she's better because you don't know what she done <laughs> i've been saying that since day one and maybe this is like maybe you should be a psychiatrist but I tell people this and maybe like you, I don't know if this is something you could agree with or what your thoughts are. I feel as though a lot of girls who've done any type of sex work, such as myself, um, I will say I'm like, I probably did a gangbang. It was a lot of fun and cool. Um, there are some hot guys there, by the way. I, yeah. Imagine like meeting a guy and like, Oh my God, never been to Norway. You haven't you been there. Right. No. But imagine meeting a guy at a gangbang, right? Then years later you get married. So how'd you meet mom? Oh, I met her at a gangbang. Yeah. No, Norway's great. There are a lot of 
big, tall white guys, just my type. Anyway, uh, it's a really tough thing. So people always wonder a lot of sex workers end up even ex sex workers end up with like criminals, ex bad boys, like hell's angels, guys like that. And it's a theme I have is because they don't judge us. So have you ever dated a normal person successfully? Yeah. Okay. All the time. All of my boyfriends um, have been vanilla. I call them regular industries. A lot of them are in text and nerd. I love nerds. Um, this matters. That's, that's very interesting to me. Um, I think it's very interesting to date someone who is not in the same industry because when you're in the same industry, you kind of talk about the same thing all the time. I like to learn new things. I'm very, I'm a very curious person. So I want to know, like, tell me about your, what do you do? Like, what's going on? You know, like to get to know his industry is interesting to me versus talking about so-and-so doing DP or double batch here and here on set. It's just, I'm in it. So it's not interesting. <laughs> that's a good way to put it i don't know how you have tolerance for webcams so yeah oh no I, it, I it was long that. yeah it, it was long yeah it was like after that i was like oh my god what am i gonna do after the hr called me and i was like actually you know i don't even know if i like doing webcam because you have to sit there for so long you just talk like hi babe hi and sometimes you don't make money like they advertise like you make this this much like how long do those girls gotta stay there because i cannot stay still girl, for eight hours like some girl will have the camera in their room and just doing the i'm just not like i don't want to be on all the time so then i found porn and that day the same day when hr found me um a, a hustler executive found me at a party and he said have you ever done any adult work and i said well webcam but I never done any photo shoot or anything like that and he ended up putting me in a centerfold of hustler and i was just like oh my god like did god give me porn or something like they just make him come to me everything happened for a reason i believe and uh, and i loved it so it's been 10 years now. Oh, good for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I still think you're like 15 or 16, but we don't have to really tell anyone that. Um, so, ten, so to porn, yeah, because webcams, I did a webcam once years ago when it first started. You'll never guess like how long I lasted on it. I lasted under <laughs> like 15 minutes and I started cursing people off. I told some guy to go. Yeah, suck his, said, go suck yeah a lot of guys on there. Some are <laughs> nice and some are so rude. Like some are so entitled. Like, yeah, it's so like, oh, do this, do this. But you're not tipping. <laughs> yeah, I ain't this. no money, no honey. <laughs> exactly you see this is this is this is what i mean you 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 people you men that do these things you don't get it so just tip if you go on a webcam now i feel as though uh with porn maybe it's just more of a um it seems like you seem like you have a good time i watch like a clip of one of your movies normally i don't watch porn i've watched oh it. babe you watch me <laughs> oh baby my friend watched you and he made me watch you it's this little it's my friend in new york city who you met before uh how tall are you by the way i'm five feet you're a spinner then baby Woo! yes yes spinners <laughs> so what do you think like how long have you so you've been doing this for 10 years how much longer do you anticipate doing this and what do you think your favorite part is of um, just being a part of that business in general? I would say my favorite part being in the industry is surround myself with a lot of positive 
sex positive people, open minded. They don't judge you. All of my friends, if I say, oh, I go out, I have this, they never say, oh, you're a slut or anything like that. Coming from my family who is very strict, everything I do, I'm being judged on. Oh, you shouldn't do this. But somebody going to say that you're such a slut for doing this. How come you're not married or this is this? Is, you know, like, everybody always see you something and when i'm in the industry everybody's just fun it's just purely just sex like nobody think too much about it we almost detach or feeling it's hard to describe that because when i'm on cam i'm become a performer like i detach my feeling i don't fall in love with the costa um so <laughs> um so that's one thing I love to just to be around that kind of environment is very open minded and sex positive and everybody just supporting each other. Um, I will always see myself in this industry, either on camera or behind the camera, because I, 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 I do like it. You know, I do like helping girls out, helping new girls on how to be successful in this business, because after all, it is an entertainment business. You got to have thick skins and you got to be smart about it. So I always tell them you could either you could either be a bitch for the business or make the business your bitch. <laughs> or you could do both. You're such a you're so nice and positive because I think my old me 25 years ago, I was a total bitch. I think I still am, but I thought you're 25. Yeah, thank you. Right, 25 years ago. So yeah, I go out with 25 year old boys. Um, that's why. Yes. Um, or 21 or 19. Uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, it just depends. But yeah, we were just so much more ornery and nasty to one another because it was super competitive. And if you, I could see you doing stuff behind the camera. Now, would you ever go back to your home country and maybe? start like shooting there, like shooting just new girls. Cause I know everyone's always like fresh on content. We need more content, content. Yeah. It's, it's so tough. I thought about it. I thought yeah. about shooting, but because porn is not legal in Vietnam, sex toys, not legal in Vietnam, strip club, it's not legal in Vietnam. So it, it's very hard. It will have to be more like on a down low and the testing system. That's the only thing I worry about. The testing system is just not up to date. Like, like how it is over here. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put anyone at risk. And I feel like people don't even want to watch condom porn. So. <laughs> right? Like, what the hell is condom porn? I swear to God. I just never understood that. Because that stuff, when they pour that stuff on your face from the condom, ugh, it tastes so gross. Um, the, the taste of the rubber, I just can't stand. It's just like sucking on it. And it's like, it just gross me out. So every guy I date, I say, please, if you want to fuck me, go get tested and get, send me your test result. So that's. <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a requirement that's a requirement to date me hey guys you hear that in order and you have to have a career too because i find that and yes a career <laughs> so you've never dated anyone in the business which is super smart um do you do anything outside of here that a lot of people don't know that you do like rescue animals nails or um hair or nails something? i'm the only vietnamese girl that don't do nails <laughs> are you really yeah <laughs> my family will own like nail salons and stuff but i don't know how to do them um i do like uh i have real estate stuff that i can that i do on the side um that's keep me busy i like to keep my mind always working all the time like i get bored if i just kind of like hang out <laughs> what's your sign <laughs> sagittarius 
Yeah, Sagittarius is always work. So did you actually complete college? You had your degree, right? Yeah, yeah. But okay. I just, it's business. So in a way, I kind of, I, that's what I told my mom. In a way, I am using my, my majors, this business marketing. I'm using it just for Cindy. But my family just always think, no, you're smarter than that. You should never. Because they still think the sex business is still more dirty money. You know, yes, even if you make money, it's still dirty money. Like it doesn't have the same respect as if I was a doctor, even though I can make more money than a doctor, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's just that nobody wants you. Nobody want to marry you or something like that. But you know what? There would be a, there's a, guy, a nice guy out there who would be okay with it. You tell your parents this about marriage. Okay. You say to them, listen, Charles Manson got married. So if Charles Manson could do it, so can you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just sucks because I did sacrifice a lot of things when I'm in this business. A lot of my family, like, almost separate themselves. I have my cousin move away from California to Texas because he doesn't want to be have STD or like just to be around me. It's just so dumb. <laughs> like, do you know how STD spread? You would have to fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And first of all, I am clean. Like. It's not like for the misconception that every porn star has STD. It's just so, I don't know. It's just so ignorant. <laughs> it's a really wildly, um, it's very misconstrued by people. Like I once went on a date with a nerd. He was like half my size and had a small dick and could not fuck like seriously. And then to make it worse, like I'm on a date with him as at his parents' house. His dad called him. Oh, yeah, I love seeing her and Howard Stern. And did you ever have anyone's parents recognize you? Uh, I never met their parents before. <laughs> it doesn't get that far. <laughs> I didn't get that far. So no. <laughs> it never come there. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Let me think. I don't think I ever met them, but one of the guys I dated before when I first started the business, their parents know about me and she would call me up and she said, you are not ruining my family. And it's just like, I'm this worst person that like you're, you, you cannot, you, you have to leave my son. You have to do this. You have to do that. It was just like, it was, it was just a lot of uh, a drama. Yeah. <laughs> I would have got it. her husband, then fuck that. <laughs> no, her husband wasn't that cute. So I was like, fuck you can make it. <laughs> it is the principle of wrecking that home. I don't care if it's 3,000 miles. I don't care if it's from a computer browser. I will wreck that home. If someone. But just she's a housewife. She's like, she's not making any money. Like, you must be so bored. Housewife. Always these housewives that give me problems. <laughs> it's always like that, but it's because you're. Take, like, look at it this way. I'd much rather be single for the rest of my life and have these crazy relationships with these insane men, whether they end up, you know, trying to cut my body up and put it in a bag outside. I don't care. At least I've lived a life. Yeah, not but, toxic. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I'm at the point when I don't want to be in toxic relationship. It's not fun for me, not gaslighting me. I just be me, just traveling, be me. <laughs> well, what do you do I, I know that you guys I know it's a lot different now in this business uh years ago we would feature dance and you get paid a lot to feature dance yeah. guys didn't have the outlets to meet people um outside of you know films to do whatever so how do you monetize your brand outside of um porn like doing so 
yeah, outside of being on set, I do do feature dance and I do love that. I, I do love putting on a performance. I love that a lot. My next feature dance show is in San Francisco next week, July 15 and 16 at Crazy Horse Club. Um, and I do like interact with fans. And other than that, Offset, I shoot content for my OnlyFans account. Um, so that really keep me busy just to interact with them and making their custom videos or sometimes they can book like a Skype call, video chat with me. So I like doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it's God. more like a girlfriend. <laughs> and you got to go on the phone with them. Oh God, I can't believe really... God bless you. Cause seriously, I just, I'm not trying to say I'm ungrateful towards my fans, but everyone knows how I am. I do like a million things in one day. Yeah. Plus, yeah, sometimes I have- it can be very stressful. I want to go ride my motorcycle. I don't want to sit and like Skype with some guy or whatever. Oh God, sorry. That's yeah. like a lot for me to go through. But, um, no, no, I know. It's going to be really stressful like, between like shooting contents and stuff like that. But, but then, people just find me more like accessible and relatable. Oh my God. God bless you even more. What do you do for fun? I mean, if you have time, do you do anything? Like do you go surfing? I like traveling. I like hiking, traveling. I like to be in a new country. I like, you know, foreign man. <laughs> just yeah, just new country. Just something new. <laughs> oh, me too. I, I love think that. it's so hot. Like somebody that I could just say hi and bye. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> My flight is here. Or you could say hi, have sex in the bathroom at the airport, and then get on your plane and never see them again. Or yes. some hot Swedish guy that you'll probably never see make out with him, go to baggage claim where he goes and meets his girlfriend and you go off and do your own thing. Cause that does happen on flights. Sometimes people, um, it's only <laughs> it does. job or anything. I just made out. The with only him. time I have something happen on a plane is uh, I get finger on a plane from this guy. And then after that, we just say bye. Okay. And he's keep telling me, oh, I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. There's his finger. <laughs> Did you want him to finger you? Yeah, yeah, no, we were flirting and stuff. This was a while ago. We were flirting and then he was like, you know, and then we start like flirting each other, kissing, and then after that, we say, okay, bye. It was fun. It was like, yeah, okay, no. it was like random, it's fun. I like that. I've never heard of that, but I think it's completely fine. I think it's cute. Um, it is cute. So, you have the OnlyFans. Oh, oh, are you going to Exotica? Because I feel as though Exotica, everyone goes to, but it's such, it's so tough to make any type of income there. Yeah, it is tough. I used to go before, but I'm just honestly over the convention environment. Like after you're doing it for 10 years, you kind of get to the point like, oh, I'm over it. It's like such, such a long hour. You stand there and it was just the... There are some really nice fans, but there are also some that just ask you stupid questions. Like they would see your DVD right here. Is that you? And I would just be like, no, it's my twin sister. Like, why would, why would I sell some DVD that's not me on this table? <laughs> we do things like that. You know, we love selling DVDs and photos of other people and so forth. What do you think the wildest request is that you've received from a fan, whether it's a video or like a specific type of photo? <laughs> I would say to uh, put my fart in a jar. That was probably the widest like request I would get. Whenever I fart, I would just fart in a jar and ship it to him. <laughs> and I would say, okay, well, I don't know when I can fart. 
what am I supposed to do whenever I fart? I gotta run and grab a jar and just fart in there. But every time you open it, it's gonna, it's gonna like release the smell. Well, hey, some people like that, I guess, right? There's all every ass has its sense. Yes. yes, there's every fetish out there, and it's just so crazy. And I think another one, it would just be like the pooping fetish. Like, can you record yourself when you poop? It's, it's crazy to me. <laughs> I don't know. How do you pretend to poop? <laughs> you just have a thing. Just sit on the toilet and like, uh, uh, but he want to see it come out. He was like, oh, oh, I, I wish you that. ate a lot. I wish. Did you have a? Did you have a big dinner? <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what you say? Say here. Send me a five hundred dollar prepaid gift card, and me and my girlfriend are gonna go out to dinner, and you'll pay for it. Then I'll shit a lot. That's what yeah. You say. Hey, that's a good one. I'm going to use right? that next time. Thank you. <laughs> or just use those digestive teas from, um, it's a company called Yogi. So use the stomach, the stomach tea. People ask like how I have a small waist. So I'm going to be gross for the only time. Stomach tea? It's this tea. It's a digestive tea. So Ooh, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> Y-O-G-I, everyone. It's the stomach digestive tea. Take like two of those in warm tea before you go to bed at night. Then in the morning. Mm-hmm. Drink, a, drink like a bunch of black coffee or like some kind of de- a caffeine drink and lots of water and you'll lose about an inch around your waist or so not that you need to um, wow. yeah so this is I how well it's like I have so many questions because you're so like young and youthful and you just you're so well versed and put together um what do you like where do you think your ideal date would be when you have it or if you you know a better a day a date oh okay a day well i like when okay. he spoil me take me shopping why and dine me and uh, i like just for him to be a gentleman you know show me what you got like trying to impress me pick me up and all that stuff and just make me feel like a princess you're so adorable oh my god that's like so cute i that's the most upfront thing i've ever heard from anyone is just Spoil me, take me places, get me Gucci Guilty perfume. By the way, that's for me specifically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like every guy will be like, "Oh, I got a big dick," but I'm like, "Come on, I do that for a living." Like, sex does not impress me. You're telling me you have a big dick. There's also ten other guys in the industry has a big dick. If there were one sex, I would just call one of my co-star. Like, hey, you want to come over? But I don't. You know, I want to see what else you got. What else do you got? So I like to be spoiled and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my pool boy has a big Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm not supposed to talk about that because his girlfriend lives in the same building. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah. Well, how old were you when you actually had sex? And was it someone you were with for a long time, like in a relationship? No, the first time I had sex wasn't anyone I'm with. I w- it was just a random like car wash guy. <laughs> <laughs> was he hot 18 years old yeah he was hot he was white hot white guy and for me because with us asian uh women we like a lot of western men we have that western look like we love we, we love the way you look so just anything foreign to us we love so um, he was he was blonde he has blue eyes and he has like the tattoo right here like the sleeve arm tattoo 
<laughs> and I was 18. He was 20s or something like that. I don't know. I forgot his name. It was just a one night stand. <laughs> I wish it was something meaningful, but it wasn't. <laughs> that is disgusting. Do you have his phone number, by the way? Um, yes. 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 We have his phone and we're going to share all these boys. That's awesome. But you seem like you're just living life. You're doing your thing. And how do you uh, not get so mixed in with the darker side of the business? Because a lot of girls find themselves there, believe it or not. I think I would say when I first got in your business, I tell myself I can't lose myself because in this business, it's very easy to lose yourself. You just start saying yes to everything and everything always, you know, always want more from you. The moment you've done this, you they ask for more. Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you stuff more coffee in your hole? <laughs> it's like more, 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 more. And sometimes you just start to become exhausted. So when I got into business, I set myself a limit and I tell all the girls, set yourself a limit. Don't say yes to everything, you know? You don't have to say, you don't have to be a yes girl. Uh, so for me, my limit is I don't do hard bondage. I, I don't like bruise. I don't like being tied up. I just don't like being beat up. I don't do anal. So I, have a, I actually have a lot of lists of things that I don't do. Um, That's good. So I feel, I feel like you got to keep yourself grounded as well. Or else everybody, you know, you've been in a business that so like all the agent, they just want money. They're not looking out for you. And other girls, it's like your competitors. So they're not going to tell you. If you don't take a job, they're going to take the job for you. So and that's not really real friends in this business. Yeah, I made like a few. I think back when we were doing it, it was different because a lot of us were contract girls. So you'd work once a mm. month. But I had a manager that was taking 35%. He died, by the way, in jail, like uh, a couple of years. <laughs> I know, right? Like, how the hell did that happen? But he just, he got mixed in with a bunch of other things like drugs or something. But he took oh. 35%, which really pissed me off because like anything crazy was always my idea because that's just who I am. I yeah, like, you're creative. Yes, creative. Thank you. See, and I am also like a thrill seeker. So if something's super dangerous, if you tell me to go outside and like, do something and if it sounds good like i'll probably do it if it's a good idea i'm not going to jump yeah. off the building or anything yeah if i jump out of this building i'm only going to be one floor so nothing can happen <laughs> <laughs> but i heard you know i heard they treat the girls better back then you guys have like caterings and all that stuff your contract start like see we don't have all that um and there's just so many girls that were talking to my friend and they say the turnover rate of the girls is nine months in this business for nine months and then the next girl come in and so like a lot of directors say oh okay well cindy doesn't do anal like here's another girl that would do it so i feel like for me in the business i have to stay true to my brand of people like me for who i was when i got a business i stay you know i don't have any tattoo and i just stay natural it just i like it that way yes <laughs> so, i know of at least one man in new york city that has this extreme crush on you he's like my best friend like my brother and I think really? you met him through Alexis Amore. Um, you met him once before. It's a friend of mine. He has dark hair. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who he's after. But okay. Yeah. Just tell, tell me after. He's yeah. in oh love with him. I probably remember him too. He will. And he's head over heels for you. But I do know that when I, um, when you're back in the city, we'll all go out for dinner or something. Yes, I love yes. He's not I a love that. guy that he's just someone to go to. He's a really good friend. Uh, but I, I see how guys could fall for you because there's so many of us that have the implants and we have the tattoos and everything much later on. If you weren't doing porn, what do you think you'd be doing? 
<laughs> maybe like travel blogger or something. I don't know. <laughs> or some type of like beauty salon. Yes, I believe it. Doing Botox for other people. <laughs> to make them beautiful. Yeah, to make girls beautiful. Okay. That's interesting. I see a correlation because a lot of girls I know who are successful in the business, one of them is an esthetician and a nurse. So she does all my vampire facials and she was in the business. And there's another girl who is a compound chemist. And then I have my own um, IV infusion company. So I said, awesome. yeah. So I have nurses that will stick someone in their arm and make you feel a thousand times better within an hour or if you're hungover or if your grandma's even sick or something <laughs> like see like girls in our business are smart and some people just don't see that they just say oh no our process are dumb that's why they gotta sell their body for money it's like no we're smarter than we give out maybe because you see us fucking on camera doesn't mean we're just some dumb robots <laughs> yeah they wish it was they wish it was them we were fucking that's and, and yeah i mean you're the one paying us to interact with us anyway <laughs> it's true so let's get all of your plugs your shameless plugs such as your websites and stuff like that yay okay so you can always check my online store out at cindystarfa.net and check out my only fans at onlyfans.com club starfa and all my features coming up you can see all my calendar on my instagram at c starfall and on twitter at cindy starfall i'm following you now on instagram and then this is the question well, let me see i'm gonna look at you c starfall how did you come up with the last name starfall because you're not like a fallen star you're like the real starfall cindy is yeah starfall is like a you know um you make a wish And, but it's actually, it was a name of um, an American street. I, I live first here. So it's called Starfall Lane. It was Starfall Lane. And I say Starfall. I'm going to look it up online to see what Starfall is. Maybe that psycho Christian woman is there and we could like go haunt her or something like that. Just, I, I know. Oh my God. Sometime I did look it up sometime. Oh, you're so hot. Thank you. <laughs> Why well, I don't have a black eye. Oh, this guy is hot. Yeah. Oh. Oh, never mind. He's fat. Oh. <laughs> It's a Jim Morrison lookalike who I thought was sexy. And he just sent me like a half naked photo of himself. And he sent, he said uh, that he spends three hours in the gym. Three hours. Well, no, he doesn't. He eats donuts probably. <laughs> so Thank you so much for joining Thank you me. So guys, much. Check out Cindy Starfall. She's very unique. And I don't interview a lot of people in the business on this for on the podcast, only some people. And I just thought you were interesting and you had a very cool story. So thanks so much for hopping on board with us, boys. And um, you know, I'll see you next week. Don't go Thank anywhere. Thank you so much. Sorry, I-